This feels very weird. <laughs> Just you and me, kid. You and me. <laughs> Okay, how, in the dead of night, you slip away from the others and make your way back to where you hid the submarine. Ah, now Alma, you stay there. Yes, good girl, good girl. Um, should be over here somewhere. I, uh, I swear there was a bush we left it, but I, um, no, maybe it was that one. That one. I think, well, I left the bay doors shut after we dismantled everything. That should be fine. And I, no, I mustn't use the arms. No monkey borrowing. Doesn't matter if there's no one to watch either. Ah, right. Let's get this thing ready to swim. Uh, and she is going to, I guess, push as best she can to get it back in the water from the bit on the shore that it's at, uh, and try and get it started. Yeah, you're, you're quite lucky in that it has rained overnight, so you can slide it through the mud. Right. Well, here goes nothing. Flips the switch. And it comes to light, the headlamp comes on. Oh, good, good. And I must keep an eye on that flashing light. Uh, she's going to point at the wattage indicator that was uh, becoming steadier and steadier as we got closer to the hole last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just keep an eye on that to try and help navigate towards the, the bore again. And yeah, with the aid of the wattage indicator and your memory, you very quickly find your direction and make your way back towards the ruins with the hole in the centre, the light once again becoming just turned on, not blinking at all as you get close. Mm. I think one last scan up here, and, (laughs) well, then we shall descend. I say we. I do wish the others were a little more willing to adventure sometimes, but I respect their wishes. will apologise for my transgressions come the morrow. Uh, so yeah, just want to do one quick scan of the sort of ruins above the hole. Um, make sure there's no you know, bigger fish um, coming to eat me. Uh, and then approach be within 20, 30 feet of the hole. Do you want to make me a perception roll? I'd hate to, but sure. Um, <laughs> oh, I rolled 15. So that's a 13. Okay, you don't see anything that appears to be an immediate threat. There's a few of those sort of large, but still nowhere near as large as the whole eels that seem to be living in one of the ruins, but nothing, no cause for alarm. Good eels, nice eels. I'm just off to see your maker? Who knows, who knows? Ah, well then, tally-ho! And turn the sub through sort of a 90 degree to just plunge down straight into the hole. (laughs) Okay. Um, yeah. So, 
as you're going through the hole and getting deeper and the top is becoming no longer visible, you're just in this pitch darkness. And there's a moment where you realise that it wasn't pitch darkness before and you realise that the headlight is no longer working. Oh, oh, I'm sure I can fix that. Uh, Try flipping it on and off a couple of times. (laughs) No, okay. Uh, What's the wattage indicator doing? It's funny you should say that, because as you get deeper, the light on the wattage indicator is gradually getting brighter. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Well, I suppose I shall have to make do with my little old eyes. <sighs> Careful does it, and I will slow my descent, but continue descending so that you know, I'm not bumping into anything at high speeds. Mm-hmm. And yeah, with your dark vision, you just see the smooth walls of the bore, with the wattage indicator getting brighter and brighter, until suddenly it just turns off, it just burns out. Ah, huh. well, that's <laughs> exciting. Uh, I didn't need it anyway. I remembered the way here. I'll remember the way out again. The smooth walls, do they still look like obsidian glass? I can see. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment when suddenly, rather than travelling downwards, you're travelling horizontally. You're still in the borehole, but you're going... You haven't turned, but gravity has shifted such that you're no longer... It's no longer towards the front of the submarine, it's towards the floor. Ah, uh, that's disconcerting. Um, I am going to cast protection from evil and good on myself, just as a little precaution for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and her eyes just flare golden. As, well, I can't really go back out without having found anything, so onwards, I guess. Are there any... Uh, readout displays or anything to try and show how deep we are in the sub? There, There isn't a depth meter, no. But eventually you do emerge from the borehole, and you you were indeed going horizontally. Okay. It's, it's a bore in basically a cliff face in the water. Make me another perception roll, please, with advantage. <laughs> oh, with advantage, heavens. Um, Twelve, so ten. Something definitely feels different. You're not sure if it's the light filtering through the water or something about just the general atmosphere, but this place feels different. So there is light around in the water. I can vaguely see stuff. Yeah, sorry. Once you once you emerge from the borehole, you can see underwater again. Are there any obvious ruins? or sort of difference in plants or anything, because that's what uh, Sorcerer had noticed when we went to the Feywild that time. Anything too vibrant or anything oddly different? There's those same oddly neon fish swimming around, the same sort of species you saw in the Great Electric Sea. You don't see any sign of any plants at all now that you come to look. How odd. I try the light again. After a few attempts and a few buzzes of protestation, the headlamp does turn back on. Interesting. And, yeah, as you're heading forward, you start to get... You know the feeling just before a thunderstorm, Mm. where everything feels 
tight and close. Yeah. It's not something you've ever experienced underwater. And I mean, you've been in underwater in an underwater city. You've probably mm-hmm. been diving. Yeah. But that same closeness that you get in the air, you're feeling in this submarine in the water. Ooh, somewhat prickly. Uh, rather glad for all this metal around. Uh, are there any features that jump out from what I can obviously not very well see, but um, like, is the you said the ball came out of a cliff face. Mm-hmm. If I sort of spin to try and look up a little bit, can I see how far that cliff rises? Give me an investigation roll, please. Ooh, uh, 19, uh, 20. The cliff is that same black glass-like substance and seems to have a couple of other boreholes in it at various points. You also realise you're only about... 30 feet below the surface of the water. Well, I mean... And through the top of this body of water, the sky is just full of lightning. No clouds. You don't hear thunder. But there is lightning everywhere. I... Uh, I don't believe that we're in the Great Electric Sea anymore. Well, this is fascinating. Ah, perhaps this is where the great electric eel lives or some such. We'll we'll be jealous when I tell him of this. Hmm. Uh, well, I can't particularly do much underwater, so to the surface it is. Uh, And I will point up and climb that 30 or so feet to the surface to see what can be seen. In the distance, you see towers of light. Just a great golden city that seems to be entirely constructed out of light being constantly hit by the lightning coming from this cloudless sky the cliff continues to rise behind you further than your eye can see this same black glass-like substance oh heavens what you don't see is anything that looks alive above the water but where there's a city and towers, there are people of some sort. Perhaps a little jaunt wouldn't go totally amiss. Does she have any point of anchoring as to what this might be? Like a fairy tale or anything at all? Give me an arcana roll. Yep. Uh, oh, dirty 20. Nice. You... You've heard stories of people... Travelling to other planes, not just the Feywild, but, you know, the afterlives, the planes of good and evil, the plane of fire, the plane of water. This this may well also be one of these planes, perhaps, well, not one of the more well-known ones, but perhaps itself a land of lightning, of electricity. Lived so long, only in this last year. Have ventured to other planes of existence. There is still excitement for this old goat. Again, I think one last sweep around, try and mark which my borehole was that I came out of so that I can pick the right one coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and head towards that city of light. Okay, yeah, so you cross this body of water, make your way towards the city, and as you get closer, you do start to see things which maybe 
living creatures. Mm-hmm. Not humanoids, but things you've you've come across on your travels or you've read about in books. Um, air elementals, creatures of steam, creatures of fire. There doesn't seem to be any particular dominant presence here. Mm-hmm. Just a conflux of different elemental beings. Yeah. Do they take note of my strange mechanical approach? None seem to have so far. Okay. Um, I guess if any are close enough and do luck, she will sort of smile and wave at them through the through the front window. <laughs> Just <laughs> carry on her journey. This is beautiful and magical. I, this is exactly the sort of thing that I wished to see. Uh, these are the experiences that are missed when one is too careful and too timid. <sighs> I shall make sure to write all of this down as well as I can. Is there any sense of the scale of this body of water? Like, the cliff was higher than she could see, but, like, do I feel like I'm getting closer to the City of Light? Or is it just vastly far away? You feel like you are getting closer, because you're close enough to see these elementals. Okay. But the there's water between the cliff and the city. Those are endpoints. Yeah, great. Where you don't see endpoints are to your left and right, where it just the water just stretches on to the horizon. Nature seems to have entirely different laws here. How exciting to be unfettered by what one thought one knew. I'll try and go a little faster. Mm-hmm. Are you? Is your intention to actually get to the shore? Yeah. As as best as possible, and clamber out. See if I immediately get electrocuted to death. Um. Yeah. So you you get to the shore, and you get out of the submarine, and you have now been noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to prominently, as I get out of the uh sub, I'm going to prominently be holding my javelin of lightning. This is my one sort of touch point with this realm of electricity and I'm not going to be sort of wielding it, I'm just going to be sort of using it as a bit of a staff if possible. A large swirling cloud vaguely humanoid in shape seems to notice this and nods approvingly. Good day to you or whatever the local greeting is. I'm terribly sorry, I may not speak your language but I come in peace. It just kind of looks at you for a moment or at least as much as you can tell, its face is more of a suggestion than anything definite. And, yeah, it seems to gesture for you to, for you to follow it. Ah, marvellous, a guide. Many thanks. I appreciate the help. I am a, a stranger in a strange land, if you will. I was simply investigating at the bottom of a local sea and, well, found myself here in this wondrous place. How did you get here? Is this where you've always lived? It just kind of looks around, maybe a little bit confused. (sighs) Alas, language appears to be a barrier once again. Well, there is simply nothing I can do about that, so I shall continue the chit-chat and make sure that we are, you know, being sociable, and, well, you could simply ignore me all the way there. (laughs) And she's just going to talk this elemental's proverbial ear off. (laughs) It does occasionally do a small nod, either 
either because it understands or simply as encouragement, you're not sure, but it it seems friendly. Mm-hmm. And then when I took them down beneath the lake that time, well, they were very impressed by our home. Well, it was good to be back and, you know, see the grandchildren and how the family were doing. And she just continues relating the mm-hmm. adventures that we've had. And, yeah, it leads you to the tallest of these Towers of Light, gestures for you to enter and withdraws. Is there an obvious portal through which to enter? There isn't. Well, it's only light, I suppose. One simply step through. Uh, she'll poke it with the javelin a little bit, see if it sort of does that waterfall effect where you try and part the, the stream of water. It does. Oh, marvellous. Some things do conform to logic after all. Excellent. Step through. And within this space surrounded by light, there is a large pool, the smell of ozone, and a 40-foot-wide eel. Oh, marvellous. This is your home. Thank you for coming and visiting in my dream last night. I think also visited dear Rumple Jerry and young William as well, though perhaps you were a little more stern with them than you were with me. Would you like any tea? I did bring some of my best leaves. There's kind of a confused silence. <laughs> it like opens its mouth a couple of times and then just says, I'm good. Oh, well that's excellent to know. Put the tea away again. But it it flicks flicks a fin. And two, like, vaguely humanoid, like, lightning bolts come over and bring a small chair and place it down at the edge of the water. Oh, thank you. My knees aren't what they used to be, you see. Three hundred odd years of running around and chasing and catching the youngsters and, well, fleeing, honestly, does catch up to you. How are you doing? What a marvellous bath you have here. I warned you against curiosity, and yet I find myself curious. What did you hope to gain by entering my domain? Gain? I wouldn't use the word gain. Uh, I hope to experience something, something new, something different. Uh, Perhaps gain memories or gain knowledge. That might be a, a way to phrase it as gaining something. But... I simply wished to follow my nose, as it were. There was a hole in front of me, and, well, one simply had to understand what was down the bottom of it. Yes, my children catch many of their prey the same way. Your children, the the goblins, or eel? Apologies if any offence was caught, but I didn't. The eels. The goblins are useful, at times entertaining. A diversion. Quite. Marvellous. Well, it is good that they still worship you, at least. You must gain some solace from that fact. Many people think that goblins are dead, though. Though, quite lucky they're not for that instance. Or, was it your doing? Did you hide them away from the world? They found it prudent. There is something amusing to me to be the one deity of a dead race. I grant them boons, my... Clerics have the same abilities as those of your own gods, but I am less of that plane than, than them. 
that is entirely reasonable. This plane you have here is beautiful. The vibrancy of the fish underwater, some of which appear to have swum through the hole the other way, by the way. Uh, the, the the constant lightning in the sky, it's a, a marvel. This palace of light, did you create it? This realm simply is a conflux of air and fire creating glorious electricity. <laughs> is rather glorious. As of you, might I say, you are a beautiful specimen, if I may use that word non-derogatorily. Uh, truly, the finest eel I ever saw. And you are an interesting example of your kind. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go that far. Not very interesting me. I simply hide in the shadows and try and help others do the work that is needed. To move the world along, you understand. And your aid with the bottled lightning, that moves the world along? No, I apologise for that. I was simply helping my friend do what she needed to do at the time, or what she believed she needed to do at the time. Um, and did not think of the ramifications. This is, indeed, one of my main flaws, that, appropriately, our group, having found itself the moniker of the consequences, uh, myself, I tend to find that the ramifications of actions tend to, well, slip beyond me, and, well, in the moment of doing something, in this case, to help a friend, or... The reason I'm here, to satisfy a curiosity. I don't particularly think too far ahead about what might happen. This is a, a fault of mine that I am aware of, and I do sincerely apologise for the blame that lies upon me for enabling Sorshut, uh, Rumble Jerry, to um, create that bottled lightning and uh, perpetuate the abuse of your power in the Great Electric Sea. It was not my intent. I simply tried to help a friend, and I can only profusely apologize. Of course, take it how you wish, but that was my intent, and, well, I'm sorry. I understand. You're governed by impulse, much like the creature you ride. Ha! Huh. Alma? Yes. She is <laughs> well-trained, but definitely an impulsive beast. I do love her dearly. As you are here, be a good soldier and report. What is your progress on preventing the theft of my power? Oh, certainly. Uh, well, you will be pleased to know that the device that those arcanists are using to capture your power from the deep waters uh, is actually on the shores, just outside your palace. It's how I got here. Um, we have stripped it of its functionality of being able to take your electricity from the waters, and it simply acts as a, a transportation device now. We were discussing with your goblin followers that perhaps they should receive it if they wish to go and bear witness to your wrath and the effects of your destruction of their previous civilization. Um, though the mayor of the town was asking the clerics if they thought that was okay, so you may have heard that already from them, apologies. Um, as for the Arcanist, yes, the Institute, the problem at hand, well, we've destroyed what we believe to be their primary source of accessing it in the form of this submersible. 
we also did a little bit of destruction of their investigative facilities, though there is more to do. Uh, we wished to stir up the ants' nest, as it were, and let them scurry for a little bit before going back and doing a little more damage. Um, our key concern, though, is that this might simply be delaying tactics. We have destroyed their current capabilities of generating bottled lightning, but the ideas and knowledge remain in the minds of those who know it. That is a little more difficult to root out and establish, so we're currently discussing the best way of trying to eliminate the knowledge of how to do it, rather than just the physical capability of doing it. Does that make sense? Yes, this, this is good. Uh, perhaps if I might be so bold, one of the reasons that your power is being used in such a way is because it enables aid to people. And whilst it is a gross abuse of your power to not ask for your consent to use it, one thing that we were thinking is, in order to future-proof this whole venture and ensure that people don't come back seeking your power, we wondered if there might be an alternative. Obviously not necessarily as powerful or uh, perhaps as flexible as the power that you wield, but we hoped to find a way that we could turn people off needing your power and direct them elsewhere to a safer and less abusive power source. Is that a venture worthwhile in your estimation? Make me a persuasion roll. Who, uh, uh, persuasion is plus eight, so twenty-three. The eel nods, which is a hell of a feat at that size. <laughs> um, the world moves along, as you say. Very well. As I said, this realm is a confluence of air and fire. These elements combine to form lightning. Perhaps if one could find a way to combine such things in a more controlled manner, through some form of arcane infusion, perhaps they might achieve a similar result. So, do we have your blessing to uh, push people down investigating that route as an alternative? You do. Thank you. Come here. Of course. Uh, stand up from the chair and step into the water, I guess. When you step in the water, there's kind of stairs going down. The first one, you feel kind of a tingle. You step down now, calf deep, knee deep, waist deep. Stop. And she reaches out her face and touches it to yours. And your eyes close, but you still see just bright white light. And she leans back. And as your eyes open, you notice... Every bit of exposed skin is scarred. These branching fractal patterns. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen the scars that someone gets when they've been struck by lightning. Oh, yes. This is now your entire body. Oh, huh. It tickles. Huh. Oh. 
And as you look, it fades to be almost invisible. Like, you would have to know it was there to see it. But you know it's there. Thank you, I think. The last time I blessed a mortal like this was before your birth. Any Uh, goblin you meet will be thrilled to help you. (laughs) I found them most amenable already, but that's wonderful. Thank you. Is... Does she look okay? Like, is this big ol' eel sat in a depression bath? Or, from the vibes I'm getting, is she actually okay? Give me an insight roll. Uh, 14 for a 12. She did sound a little bit sad when she said how long it's been since she last blessed someone in this manner. Yeah. That may be one of the issues with being deity to a dead race. Joy, though, you may also find from it. Do you have other followers in other worlds? I have my servants here, but... Elementals aren't the praying kind. It is (laughs) difficult to be god to someone who inhabits the same plane as yourself. Yes, when one walks alongside one's divinity, then it becomes a little mundane, doesn't it? There is still a specialty to it, a joy, a divine praise, but when one can normalise it, it does become a little less mystical, I suppose. There is a lot of mysticism in prayer. Well, I shall spare you a prayer myself here and there. Do you perchance to ask of another boon? I apologise, but do you perchance have something I could add to my necklace? And she rummages out her uh, necklace of charm. Uh, A fallen scale, or uh, Something like that. I would wish to be able to show respect to you as well as my gods. When you return, take a piece of the glass from the edge of the hole. Consider it a relic. (laughs) Very well. Thank you. The other holes in the cliff. I, (laughs) well, I, I shouldn't go through them. But they lead to other places? Other realms? Some early adventures of mine. (laughs) You may explore them if you wish, but... Oh, I I shouldn't. You may find them wanting. I I truly need to return to my friends. We have a job to do. Stop these people using your power, abusing your power. But it does call to me, this song of adventure, this... Spark of the unknown, if you will. I am jealous of you. The capability you had to go whither you wilt and create these spaces and tunnels between realms. That sounds like a marvellous thing. Do you still use it? Do you still do that? On occasion. Cherish that. Value that ability. I think perhaps... It would be a a similar thing as to walking beside one's god every day. Perhaps too easy to become mundane. 
Apologies, I should not tell a god how to feel about something. No, I, I believe you are correct. Perhaps I can put in a good word for you. You seek similar abilities, yes? And <laughs> I believe your pantheon does lack an explorer. Oh. The monkey bar's perhaps a step too far, then. Yes, exploration would be... Well, one hell of a portfolio to use a profanity. Hmm. Thank you. I do appreciate you. And I am sorry that your power is being misused. You will stop it. And... Well, from a more personal note, unless it fends, I would see that Demova becomes once again a place where goblins do not have to hide. Only for their sake, as original proprietors of the land. But for yours. Being god of a dead race is probably harder than many give you credit for. Perhaps, perhaps once the halflings are once again content north of the mountains, mm. I will provide the means for, well, exploration. It is difficult to hear you say that. Given my way, they wouldn't be anywhere on the continent, but... Perhaps balance is required. I have a friend who tells me that often. That is where the halflings came from? Yes. Do not get greedy, my dear. No, it is not greed. It is perhaps something darker. And I must force that aside. You are right. Thank you. I shall not be greedy shall be just in our retribution, not vengeful. Thank you. Oh, is... You seem to be aware of my pantheon, and, well, having a title is very much the vogue there, but am I to address you as the great electric eel? Or is there something you'd rather? You may address me as my clerics address me. As Tavap. Tavap. Then, blessings upon you, Tavap, and a pleasure to meet you. She gives a, a nod. Thank you for this communion. I shall return now. I have burning purpose within my heart, and we shall restore the continent to uh, a better place. Not necessarily how it once was, though good an approximation as I can get there. Thank you for your kind words and wisdom. And thank you for the relic that you have offered me. Oh, and if you could pass on my gratitude to the folks who brought this chair and the one who led me from the shore to the castle, I don't believe that I was able to break the language barrier there, but uh, most grateful, especially the, the, the tour guide, they were very amenable, and listened to all of my stories as we wandered over. 
I'm sure you were a fascinating conversation partner. I just fear that sometimes my lack of languages is somewhat limiting. Oh, well. Old dogs and new tricks and all that. Clambering out of the pool at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, Tavap, if you ever need a chat, you know where I am. Always good for a cup of tea as well. So, don't be a stranger. And I'll be in touch once we've worked things out. Perhaps not via your orcish friend. It seems to distress him somewhat. Right, I'll pass that along. Less of those sending malarkeys. Very good. I shall um, commune with you in more normal channels. And I rattle the necklace. Be well. Be brave, Gylin Howe. Ha! Very well then. Goodbye. And I chin up, stride through the wall. Do you head back to the submarine? Slowly. Meandering. Mm -hmm. I want to see this wild and beautiful place and take a few, she's not a great note taker, but take a few notes for Will. Um, take descriptions of things that are so strange and different that Sorcerer will probably love as well. And try and find a good example of lightning as the balance of air and fire to share as a story with Rumblecherry. I think... The inhabitants of this city seem very eager. If because I, I imagine you're kind of stopping people on the street and asking them uh -huh. questions. Oh yeah. They seem, <laughs> they seem very eager, if not particularly able, to help. And you're told all sorts of things in all sorts of elemental tongues, which you cannot pronounce due to having a tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is so nice here. Heck, it would be so pleasant if people were this way back home, but ah well. Oh, how long have I been here? It's been hours and hours. I, I should probably head back. No, thank you. I didn't get it the first four times, and I appreciate your attempt at the fifth, but it simply will not Get through this thick skull of mine. No, I'm sorry, it's my fault, not yours. No, you're lovely, I'm sure, and I appreciate your effort. Thank you, thank you. Have a wonderful day, or whatever passes for a unit of time here. No, marvellous to meet you. Take care now. Goodbye, goodbye. Extricates herself. I think, I think the, the fire elemental that you were talking to just burns a small, like, love heart symbol into, into your notepad. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Oh, what a pure, unadulterated symbol of emotion. Thank you for that. Oh, what a marvellous keepsake. <sighs> yeah, make my way back to the submarine. Mm -hmm. There truly is wonder. And I, I, won't, I won't make you roll to find the correct borehole. Oh, thank God. I, I did <laughs> specifically try and get in there with memorising it. Yeah. You'd just be in the sea forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there is 
beauty under every stone. Huh, I hope the others believe me. Well, even if they don't, I'll know that this all happened. And away back into the hole. Carefully on the other end as requested, or commanded, uh, taking a small shard of glass that I can fashion it. Yeah, you're, a- you're able to just sort of snap a piece off with the arms of the submarine. It's a very good job that I practiced with these and have become so adept. They're very useful. And I think actually as you go back to the shore this time you are escorted by some of the eels. Thank you, friends. Oh, I do appreciate this. This blessing thing is marvellous. Oh, I should speak to more gods more often. Oh, sorry, mournful one. I, of course, haven't forgotten you. Although, I suppose the day has probably passed. And the month? Oh, I should get some flowers. I'm quite tired, if also just buzzing with new knowledge. And actual electricity. Yeah. (laughs) You find your way back to sleep. Alma seems a little confused by your scent for a moment, but satisfies herself that it is in fact you and snuggles up. Hello, dear. I know you didn't think the most of the great electric eel, but I think she's just sad and lonely. Deserving of a prayer here and there. Tales of Morterra is created and GM'd by Liz Blake, with editing by Mario Panaghetti, and featuring music by Nick Blake. Check out our Tumblr at morterra.tumblr.com for more information on the world of Morterra, links to episode transcripts, and to join our Discord community. If you'd like to help support the show, you can back us on Patreon at patreon.com slash morterra. And I think we can call it there. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. It was lovely. Sad God. Sad God. Real big fish. <laughs> but you know her name now. I do. And she likes you. She likes me, even though I accidentally fucked up, but here we are. Um, <laughs> at least she gets it was an accident and didn't immediately smite me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her smites are probably better than ours, but... Don't tell how, though. (laughs) Oh, thank you for that. That was gorgeous. Beautiful imagery. I really appreciate it. I enjoyed that. I've never DM'd for just one person before. (laughs) But I'm I'm glad I got to show someone the city. Yeah, I was just horrified when we said for like two weeks that we were going underwater, we were going to investigate, and then we just turned around and I was like, no DM prep out the window. (laughs) Um, So I'm glad that we could explore that a little bit together, especially as it was so beautiful. That was fun. Yeah. Thank you for that. And thank you listeners. Thank you, Mario. All the usual thank yous. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 